Welcome back to Black Hook House Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Westworld. We are making our way to season two. This is episode one, Journey Into Night. This episode premiered 422 of 2018. This one was written by Lisa Joy and Roberto Patino, who worked on Sons of Anarchy, directed by Richard J. Lewis who is known for whale music and Barney's version. I wonder if that's the version where he stopped being a purple dinosaur and he had to come into adult where, you know, he had to have a nine to five job. Like Barney's depressed. He's on Prozac. He's winking it off in strip clubs. I don't know, but I feel like that's the Barney's version that I kind of want to watch. This was a really good premiere. I gave this episode a 9.8 out of 10. I remember the first time watching this and feeling a huge like shift in the stakes in the world. I was like, okay, all right, we're back. Things have changed. Things have happened. So I'm curious to see how Mimi and Shy feel. I have watched this series before. If this is your first time here, but I will not be spoiling anything for anything to come. I will be sticking to the context of anything we've been shown in the show thus far. Let's get into this very long episode, I will say. And that kind of is what took a few points off for me is because the length, it felt heavy in a way that wanted my brain to about at Mark 45, kind of like, okay, I need, I don't need about 20 more minutes of this i i'm already i'm on overload in my brain already if you did not skip the intro you would have noticed that it has changed there is a buffalo the piano keys are being played by themselves a mother and child like an infant child bull crashes through a glass it would seem a hat a cowboy hat in water and instead of the white milk, the hosts are coming out of water. They set up some pretty smart context clues. And it was very fun at the time trying to figure out what would happen. I'm not going to even say what some of the theories are because Mimi and Shy may be thinking the same things. And I'm not going to confirm or deny anything until the end of the season or if I feel it's okay to confirm or deny it. But usually I just say mildly interesting. <laughs> so Arnold, or is it Bernard? Let's call him Bernardold for right now because we don't know. Is talking to Dolores where he tells her about a dream. He seems to have come to himself. He dreamed of her and the others. They were on an ocean and the others were on a distant shore. He is not with them. They had left him behind and the waters were rising around him i'm sure there's a lot of metaphors in there if you're looking for them particularly how we find him waking up in the present she asks what does it mean he says dreams don't mean anything dolores which is true dreams are a way in which the brain processes a lot of information during the day it's kind of like this active fun time where your brain is where you're still kind of conscious and you're coming up with your story whatever it may be and then there's a, another level of sleep after that in which your brain really is truly not aware or you're not 
involved because you're still actively awake but then there's a when you go to rem sleep that's when you're just you're down like your brain is not actively doing shit it is filing things away so despite all the metaphors of his dream they don't necessarily mean anything so a lot of people will read a lot of books about the interpretation of dreams but there really is no (laughs) put put in there what you want is what i gotta say you know believe what you will she says what is real and he replies that which is not irreplaceable he says that answer does not satisfy you and she says well it's not honestly accurate pretty much like there are some people out in the world that think things are replaceable and are real and thus it's not a completely wholly honest answer bernardo tells her sometimes she frightens him and she smiles and chuckles saying why ever would you be frightened of me he says not now who you might become which path you might choose and it seems bernardo had reason to be concerned we then get quite a few bit of quick flashes to the screen we have some familiar and unfamiliar uh, memories it would seem dolores is in a black dress with bernardold behind her she's got her hair up in a bun we haven't seen that yet or her smiling at him we have dolores saying it's been some time bernard you don't know who you are do you peter abernathy glitching a skeleton Dolores telling him there is beauty in what we are while holding on to his chin. Bernard going off Terminator with a machine gun. A control room is overrun with many people being slaughtered and him asking is this now? From what we know season one Dolores said the same thing when she was lost in her memories so we know up front there is time fuckery going on. Bernard wakes up on a beach that is surrounded by heavily armed Delos personnel and Stubbs who tells the soldier that was in Get Out that he's the boss and it's confirmed by photo identification cards of park employees. Now the last time we saw Stubbs he was being tackled by the Native American folks so what happened between then and now we don't know but that's our first indication there must have been some type of time lapse he is taken back to base on another side of the beach where shit looks serious as fuck they're digitally mapping the island which is huge shooting hosts point blank rebus runs out and says shoot a woman over my dead body and takes a bullet That is an unusual behavior for Rebus from what we've seen thus far. He likes to rape women. The hosts are also getting a neck scan. Strand, we're introduced to, is head of operations. This is one of the Skarsgård brothers. And it seems that all of the secondhand brothers are in Westworld. He is also given jurisdiction of the island and it's clearly off mainland China seeing as it's their government. Stubbs tries to stick up for Bernard when Strand immediately begins putting the blame on head of behavior. 
and you're also black but is told stubs that is that he presided over the biggest loss of life on adela's property ever so when i need your opinion or input which is never then you're allowed to speak strand tells bernard there are rescue teams at the other parks so this is our first indication that there is more than one park at westworld it has been two weeks god damn communications have went down they are close to the beach where all shit popped off and where the board members were last seen there are dead hosts all over the beach native americans as well as some cowboys and strand orders one open up to figure out what the fuck went on here and we finally get to see what the host brain looked like it is not very sterile to do this but costa the man given the job must do so and it is pretty gruesome and i cut open the skull or the you know the head and he's got a crack into the skull he also sees the symbol of the maze and this is the exact same symbol that was on kissy in the first episode of westworld the one that the man in black or william had slit his throat and then he was carrying around his scalp recorded 11 days and nine hours ago there seems to have been a confrontation that went down between dolores's men and the native americans on this beach and he is talking to Dolores, but she says, I told you, friend, not all of us are meant to make it to the valley beyond before killing him. Costa's like, uh, ain't that supposed to be the cherry welcome wagon? He's like, yeah, that's Dolores, the rancher's daughter. Of course, Costa goes immediately into, they're not supposed to do that. And Strand's like, bruh, these hoes seem capable of much more than we ever thought possible so denial is not allowed on my watch back to the night of the party bernard is hiding in a barn with several other board members and charlotte they are killing people outside he tells charlotte that the hosts are on a new narrative loop and ford must have rigged the guns to read all humans as hosts this seems to be true because recall all hosts are not woke at this moment there are only two woke ladies walking around one is named Maeve and the other is named Dolores Rebus and new Walter remember Walter the one that had killed Rebus and said are you gonna be a growing boy and they said new Walter in the subtitle so that actually gives something to something that happens in season three and if you have watched along you know what I'm talking about but apparently that is possible since we have a new walter who despite being decommissioned seemed to be you know fairly functioning properly with his best friend drinking milk and shooting at board members they kill her and then they go look for some more targets to shoot at charlotte thinks this is a good time to make their move to an outpost that is two miles away and is seconded by another board member whose first thought is to fire QA as if they would to not be catching bullets at this time. You're fucking a white male! You're a white man! A stable hand comes in and they murder him. And while I do not blame them for murdering him, seeing as what is going on outside, but it does kind of give weight to 
Ford's argument that they're gonna see you as machine and, and the enemy like that little kid wasn't doing anything she's like he's like uh i can saddle up a horse for you i don't mind and they're like nah bitch oh here come that bullshit Bernard really tried to intervene too because it's his kind and I think that he wants to protect his innocent kind. Bernard is also leaking fluid. He did shoot himself in the head. At least Charlotte knows that when you are in a tough situation, the black rule always applies and we always stick together as she helps him up to join the others as they leave. The next day, also known as the first day of the apocalypse, the piano plays very cheery music while Dolores and Teddy hunt down guests on horseback, gunning them down. Dolores and her army have been tracking down guests to play mind games with them if not outright murder them they are making several stand on pegs while a noose is around their neck tied to a tree and once they lose their balance they're going to hang themselves she tells them you're in a dream my dream she asks if they ever thought of the price they would have to pay if there was going to be a reckoning that reckoning is here and her name is dolores she wonders what their drives are and the one lady says i want to survive and she's like yeah that makes sense that's your cornerstone because that's the lingo i know but you're also built to hurt people and you also like to kill because that's why you built this park and what you've been doing to us she toys with them some more saying she's both wyatt and dolores but has decided to not play the roles given to her but become the woman she herself wants to be but what she doesn't understand is that it's a combination of all the roles quote-unquote she's played in the past that's part of her personality which is automatically schizophrenic doesn't look like anything to me when they plead for their lives and say that they're sorry teddy doesn't look so sure about all this i just don't know what went wrong in the town the dire wolf named ghost is passing through when we see under some buried bodies is william who is unfortunately still alive he trots himself back to his own little fantasy pad where he has change of clothes booze whatever he could possibly need and you know that's when you've been playing shit too long when you got your own fucking house here he then tussles with some hosts after one of his board members gets shot he then gets a boner because they can fight back and he's got blood all over him and he survived he feels alive for the first time puts his hat on like he's a hero instead of a very mentally deranged man with a lust for both danger thrill and the violent delights that do indeed promise violent ends william is a very singular type of characterization and i think they do it marvelously however he is also someone i would never want to meet in real life 
that I would give zero fucks about. And I'm sure the feeling would be mutual, if not detrimental, seeing as this is a man of significant wealth playing it off as some philanthropist good guy in the real world. At Delos headquarters, Lee is being chased by his own version of Wyatt. And he is very much agreeing the fact that cannibalism is part of his narrative. But Maeve, of all people, packing a gun, casually strolls in to save his life. The greatest shame in life is to perish without purpose. That is a very apropos line. And considering that Lee wrote it, that's kind of something to ponder. It also the duel I never knew I needed until it happened. He recognizes her immediately and she tells him not to get worked up with his voice commands because they do not work on her or anyone else it would seem. And he's wondering about her access and she says not to be jealous for this ability to control other hosts because she died multiple times getting this level of security clearance. He asks if she did all this meaning the destruction in the park and she tells him no but she believes she shares the sensibilities of whomever did letting him know basically we ain't friendly just because i saved your life don't mean shit then she leaves lee begs to go with her he says the hosts have gone mad no offense he says something else and he said no offense i'm like just because you say no offense doesn't mean it wasn't offensive but she tells him she's been programmed to be selfish funny who made me that way so i'm gonna walk away now and he knows that she's searching for something and that she won't find what she's looking for because the map that she looked at was outdated he knows where she can find a relevant map after forge terraforming at gunpoint she takes him to the control room on the way there you can hear in the building multiple warnings going off of gunfire on several levels someone let a bear loose in the control room or maybe he just crashed through and made his way to the control room it shut down everything and lee says no one is in control he offers to look at a paper to help because she's ready to leave him once again sector 15 is a family friendly zone has rolling hills and recalls this is where she lived as a homesteader with a kid he said that is a waste of her attractiveness Maeve realizes that this is home that her daughter is still there and she wants to find her he's like um look i ain't trying to be rude or nothing and because you seem to be in some distress and awake I'm gonna have to break it down to you that your daughter is not real. Oh, now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. You have fucked up now. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. I love when Maeve's theme music comes on because she says not real. But what about me? What about my body? what about my fingers what if i take these unreal fingers and take this gun and decorate the walls with your outsized personality would that be real enough for you fuck your directions you're gonna take me to my daughter that was for all the fans who said ad nauseum or could not comprehend that what we feel is real is all a construct 
in our mind based on the data available and experienced it wouldn't be unreal to them as it's been their entire life it's only to the puppet masters that it's been a game now if y'all were to find out that god has been playing game with us that is a really sick game that's the whole idea of that like okay you think your life is real if that's to say that then all the death that i've experienced all the pain all the loss the good and the bad that's all um given to one person so thus if that was not real then what are we living if this is what your beliefs are just asking the questions that's all if that made any sense because it might not have i felt it did in my brain but now i'm having second thoughts point is as a mother myself if i believed my daughter to be real and i loved her and i felt those emotions you and i don't give a fuck what you're trying to say i'm going to go get my damn daughter because that's what i choose to be important to me whether you believe that is quote-unquote real or not we also learned that lee got mave once she had that meltdown where she was awake for the first time it would seem for the first time we don't know how many times she's broken through he has said it hasn't been your first time but he didn't say it was her only time and i think about this nature versus nurture thing between dolores and Maeve, our two woke women Maeve was giving a nurturing environment to grow up in she was given a child she was given you know the ability to defend herself she had much more of a positive experience and interaction even with other human beings which account for a great deal of her empathy but she's able to extend that empathy to her host as we see a little bit later and i think that is because she doesn't have that very skewed viewpoint as dolores has maybe not even as much life experience as Dolores has because she seems to have been at the beginning and met William 30 something years ago and William as we all know is a scourge that leaves a huge stain not only on this park but on her in particular and she has some unknown culpability involved in that not actual culpability but she might feel some type of ownership in that situation whether she had control or not and now she has went 30 years of being the setup for men to take advantage of for her parents to be continuously taken away from her her father in particular because they didn't really give a shit about the mother as much as Abernathy that seemed to be the bond there and Teddy and it kind of mimics her loss with Arnold that was a father figure to her and she lost him and it almost felt in a way a punishment from Ford and yet you have Maeve the second woke host who has lived a, a rather uh, sheltered life and because of that their choices are easy easier to see and i think that it's so easy to jump to well now especially talking about what dolores is saying a little bit later to see her as a villain and that's not to say that's the steps or the pathway that she 
is traversing but she's also what the park has taught her to be her experiences have been violent and she's seen mankind in a manner in which they want to be violent but even her gods her creators has reinforced this type of attitude of what and who she has to become to be free of this place charlotte wonders if the contagion has spread and can't believe ford programmed the host to kill him due to being ousted but bernard tells her what if dolores did it on her own she's like bitch please however charlotte you did not think ford was gonna smash his toys and what has he done maybe not smash them to the idea you were thinking of but he definitely used them for effect he had a statement to leave to the world and it's pretty damn bloody the board members run to a very obvious trap y'all yelling and screaming saying hey at the qa vehicle why is butchers even out and then they didn't turn around and acknowledge you bernard notices that it's odd but only says hey and it's probably because all of them massacred that damn stable hand and that's what y'all get y'all mess with his people because he just said hey he could have said no it's a trap he said hey then grabbed charlotte because the brown code and she didn't stop on the stable hand they were saved from the ambush of angela now wearing a crown thorn so she's jesus christ she's clearly standing next to uh her lord who's now dolores her lord and savior she tells the male guest to run before brutally gunning down the female guest charlotte tells him of an outpost not too far from here but bernard is not aware of this outpost as lee and Maeve make their way through the building lee offers to vouch for her because when park security shows up and purges all the hosts he mentions that their ip is worth millions Maeve says i don't plan to be here when the purging happens and then shows mercy to a dying host qa shows up a squad of them and Maeve pretends to be a human she tossed that gun aside so quick was like oh i don't know what happened and then lee hints that maybe some of the hosts are posing as humans before things get dicey a shooter distracts the team allowing Maeve to retrieve her weapon and kill the others before they kill her she pauses to consider whether or not she's gonna let the cowboy kill lee but decides to send him after the rest of the qa team she tells lee though i know that she was planning on outing me and if you do that shit again i will remove your most precious organ your cock and feed it to you though it won't make much of a meal he was so damn salty he said i wrote that line for you she said it's a bit broad if you ask me i like when she's aware of what her scripted lines are versus her more natural dialogue i did lol for some reason at that still raccoon in the cage behind him i don't know why that was funny she tells him to take her to the nearest bar to see an old friend lee beelines for the liquor cabinet once she does get to said bar and reunites with hector who is full of bullet holes and drinking she tells him you best in army and all you can do is entertain your vices ever the scoundrel he is happy that she stayed 
and shows her how happy he is with a passionate kiss tossing aside her apology as he would expect nothing less hashtag man goes she tells him her daughter is out there somewhere and she plans to get her though it will be very perilous he says where you go i follow woo woo child woo child you see how lee was watching like what the fuck is this he really tried to get out of it though saying you know i really hate the outdoors i will be useless i don't know how to hunt i don't know how to build a fire i'm like same she tells him give yourself some credit darling the person that knows all of the characters most intimately would be the perfect navigator before they go out into the park they all need a change of clothes charlotte takes bernard to a secret bunker for the delos corporation interest in the park that clearly no one knew unless you were a delos delos high up employee some faceless human white bodies guard this very unfamiliar place you have to get go through a dna sniffer to get through the door i think when this first came out people were thinking it actually like your dna there was something special to it but i think just whoever is allowed in or authorized to be inside of the room that's the dna that these white uh what did she call them oh it's written down somewhere but these hosts they know that you're not not authorized to be in here if that makes sense they're drone hosts that's what i have written down i knew it was somewhere he starts to wonder what the hell they're doing down here and she's like i'm not reading you in on this so stop asking questions but he makes some observations and realizes that these drone hosts are extracting and harvesting guest dna as well as their experiences charlotte is granted system access and requires extraction extraction is denied because the package has not been received she's like i sent your fucking package but it is not uh secured thus they will not be coming to help bernard's like come on they gonna let us all die just because they can't retrieve one host she says delos is willing to let everyone die until they retrieve their data they want it secured no matter the cost William is scavenging supplies. He's so damn gleeful. And Child 4 comes to say, How's it going, William? You feeling happy about the turn of the circumstances? And he clearly is. It's just like a Caucasian man to, to think it is okay to want to conquer the world outside and then want to conquer a whole nother world. And was only mad because it didn't, appear as if the host could fight back because he feels i've been tussling them so long that i know how to handle myself in this world but no one else would so that makes me the king of it what kind of shallow <laughs> bullshit is this <laughs> oh. and then child ford asks what's next have you achieved what you wanted and William says something interesting though folly of my kind always yearning for more which is very true you reach the next level and then you can't want to you don't we're not 
content creatures and that has been to our benefit and to our detriment in this case uh william has lost his damn mind Minnie robert says that's what i always appreciated about you you never rested on your laurels he tells him well you found arnold's maze congratulations you are now in a new game a game that's actually meant for you this game begins where you end and ends where you begin this is a new game my game in this game he has to make it back out and find the door the next line is what really got me he says y'all still talking in code oh my god and now the answer to the question why was william smiling because people were being murdered all around him this motherfucker thinks he really unlocked the maze and now ford has told him via this mini version that he is now in a new game to find the door and that it is meant for him and he clearly gobbles this up with no hesitation believing that this little boy is just programmed to talk to him in this manner everything is cold here ford tells him mini ford you know that more than anyone didn't he also say he must play this game alone he then says well i don't need you anymore robert and shoots him you're so damn petty that man is dead and you still trying to be angry because he was the god of this world and you were just a man who visited Maeve patches up hector down in the butcher shop and they make very smoldering hard eyes at each other when lee interrupts with hector's clothes may tells lee it's time he played his own little game that he writes you're a maze game now bitch and she gives him clothes and tells him to strip now love the way in which hector cocked his rifle letting him know that the consequences are deadly lee gets down to his boxers glaring at her all the while and she tells him no all of it then he takes off the socks and his boxers and we get a full frontal dick and after a brief pause to feel the sting of humiliation that the hosts have felt their entire lives she turns away he's stripped of all that he was at this moment being the head of narrative and he's also on the same level as the hosts themselves i mean do you think that Hector and Maeve are going to go find a screen to change behind? No. Let's check in with our other couple, Teddy and Dolores. They too are on a very high precipice talking about their future. He has doubts that this is uh, cool because all he's seen for 10 miles is blood. And who are these they people that you keep talking about? She says creatures that look and talk like us, but they are not us and they controlled us they used our minds took away our memories but no more i remember it all her constant has been teddy though and he wants to find a corner of the world for them to settle down she knows that they will not survive that and plans not only to conquer this world but to take their world as well oh shit oh shit oh shit ready for this Oh shit! Oh, shit. Oh.
This kind of goes back to that human folly yearning for more. She hasn't even conquered one world before she's already hungering to conquer the next. However, one has to recall that both Maeve and Dolores are babes in this world. Their knowledge may be vast, but their experiences are limited. Like any child fresh into the real, they think that they know everything and are confident that the story is going to end with her and Teddy. Their kiss was very soggy cereal compared to the passion Hector and Maeve were giving each other about their mission. The parallels are definitely there to see though. Angela arrives to say that they have found it and she tells Teddy it's time that he sees something. I kind of feel bad for Teddy. History is repeating himself for him because the general came back with some crazy ideas saying the world belonged to him and that's very much how Escalante started. Charlotte asked Bernard to help her locate the host that they need. He agrees to do so and she tells him the host they're looking for is for Peter Abernathy. He can do so by hacking into the mesh network. All hosts are able to communicate to the closest one in proximity and basically pass a message on. It's how they keep the narratives from colliding. While Charlotte is distracted and changing, he is able to do some damage control on his very leaky situation and gets the location of Abernathy. Back in the present, Strand and the team with Stubbs head into the Gala location where they find Ford's corpse full of maggots. And it's not suspected Ford was behind anything because Strand says poor fool or something to that effect. That's not how he should have went out. They think he's a victim, suggesting that Bernard is the only guest that they have found alive and that there's 200 others missing. Hundreds of others. I don't know if he said 200. As they are driving, they come across a Bengal tiger, which is supposed to be in Park 6. I wonder what's Park 6. There is now a sea that wasn't there before, and they follow the path to the sea when they get the geosignatures of all the hosts clustered together in the Western Valley. On the embankment, there are the hosts, a lot of them, seemingly dead. And Strand finally asks for the details of what happened. Like, I know you've been through a lot, but I need you to help me. And Bernard said, I killed them, all of them. Whose face do you think it was in the water? I know, so I'm not going to say. I'm going to see if the ladies know. And I think that is the perfect segue into the feedback. Christina we back for another episode of Westworld season two episode one I will say this is taking a turn that I I really thought long and hard about what I thought was gonna be you know going on in this season and I don't I can honestly say that I did not have this in mind I don't know what is gonna be the end game but I am very into it I could tell you that much um, I did not write notes specifically 
so that I can stay under 10 minutes because I know my memory is trash. So if I don't have something written down to, to jog it, then I won't drone on for 25 minutes. I'm really trying to be better about this. Like, I feel like maybe if I go 11 minutes, you won't notice, but I'd be going like 20, 22 minutes. So I'm really going to not do that. So I having the like front of my mind, important things that I want to talk about. Um, so anything small, you know, if I have a comment after listening to the podcast, I'll just message you offline. So the first thing I want to talk about is Bernard, because I'm really curious about where his story is going to going to end up. Um, I remember like seeing his face in the season finale for season one. And he was like really looked he had like this strange look on his face when he was looking at Dolores. So I guess my mind, I thought he was going to maybe even jump to the side of the host or go the other way and jump to the side of the the humans um, in corporate. But it looks like he was, he was trying to save as many as he could, but some of those people were destined to um, die because I just, for the life of me, I mean, we didn't get to see the way they acted in the park, but we can imagine these people. We know that the um, William was, you know, majority shareholder and he lived his ass in that park all the time so you could just imagine the the board was all up in that park doing all kinds of dirt like charlotte was you know getting their fix murder rape sex orgies all of it so like seeing them getting their just do like i i feel like i was supposed to feel bad for them but i didn't i will say like just you know them pleading for their lives to Dolores like I don't want to die but you just killed you guys had no whim about killing that host who was literally minding his own business he was programmed to be a stable hand and that's what he was doing he had no 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 idea what was going on and he had nothing to do with what Dolores did and you can see that there's a lot of hosts that um are just doing what they were programmed to do and they stood there when they were getting executed and didn't do it, didn't fight back, didn't say anything, didn't do anything. They just allowed themselves to be murdered because that was what they were programmed to do. So to see right after they beat the crap out of that, he looked like he was like an adolescent. Like he definitely wasn't a grown man. He was probably maybe like 16, 17. And they all bludgeoned him to death with shovels and skipped their simple asses out of the barn like nothing ever happened. So those same fools pleading for their lives around that um truck when they thought they were going to be saved i kind of cackled because it's what y'all get and y'all know that bernard is the one that works here he's an actual working person in the park not just a corporate white collared rich cunt y'all wasn't listening to him um, but he was trying to tell y'all that was a trap because he could tell from his point of view and you didn't listen and you just ran there trying to get saved. Um, and why they not like why they weren't following Charlotte and Bernard is beyond me, but they got what they deserve. Like I, I would understand if they were like, okay, they're killing us because of the way we act. This stable hand is minding his own business. Let's just leave him. Let's just go. And maybe even try and use him. See if y'all can get him to help you get out. Find some horses or something. Anything. But y'all just killed him because y'all didn't want to risk it. So for you to be salty when you get murdered is 
to me, poetic justice. The other thing, um, I was very interested in the little secret cave that uh, Charlotte brought Bernard to. Like, those are the kind of hosts that I would, like, I would expect to see. Like, why they want them to be lifelike does not make sense to me. Like, they should look like that so I can tell those are not human. Like, those, like, I would be able to shoot that. Like, be like a shooting game. Like, shoot that because it's the enemy. And not feel like I'm killing another human being. I don't know that I would go to one of these parks with the intent of shooting and killing someone. But I'm just saying, like, those creatures that we saw in that little secret underground cave of Charlotte's those are the kind of hosts I would be okay with messing with but those look like those aren't even created like I don't think those are created by Ford because they looked pretty artificial and they didn't they didn't even have a mouth so they couldn't talk um like the way they were just standing there waiting for Bernard to move like you can't go around like they clearly aren't as sophisticated as um Arnold and Ford's creations um, what's the other thing? Um, when Bernard was like getting lightheaded, dizzy or whatever, and he injected himself, did that fix what was wrong with him? Or that was like a temp, like that temporary gave him some type of, uh, like, like medication just until he can get himself fixed. Because I'm curious to know if that healed him or if it just allowed him to get through the moment. Um, because that host was clearly corrupted and it and he couldn't use it i'm just very curious to know if he can fix himself um and another thing that i am very curious to, to find out is that we know these hosts aren't alive and some of them know that too so can they program themselves to not die like i'm curious to know if because dolores knows she's not real and they programmed her and she's basically just an android i want i'm curious to know if she can just be like okay someone shot her it's like i'm not real this ain't real i'm i'm not dead like i don't know if that's a thing but i'm very curious to know if that's like the next step in their evolution um now let's talk about william's old raggedy ass i i can't I mean, I guess I can believe, but I can't believe that there's people actually rooting for him. And this just, ugh, fanboys really get on my nerve. I have this image of them, and whenever someone says anything in real life that makes me think fanboy, I automatically don't like them. Like, we, you should know that William is a villain. You should know that we are not rooting for him. Like, in the beginning, I thought um, Ford was a bad guy. And I'm not going to lie, like, I really thought him and, and William were similar, but I adjusted that when I found out Ford wasn't who I thought he was, and he was better than I, well, who I thought he was, um, you know, in the end, he turned out to be somewhat of a hero. But at this point in the game, there is nothing that William can do to make him a good guy. He might, even if he ended up saving Dolores in the end, you can't undo all the trash shit that you've done. Absolutely not, sir. You are going to be a villain until the end. And I hope you die an embarrassing death. I don't want it to be a duel, a showdown. I want it to be something like somebody come up from behind you and hit you with a rock. Someone 
that's like normally weak and pathetic. Like, I want you to have an embarrassing death. That's how much trash I think you are. Because at the end, okay, I could be wrong, but this is what I'm understanding. At the end, when we found out all those hosts were in that lake that just magically appeared, no one knew where it came from, and they were all dead, and he said he killed him. them. Was he talking about William? Did William kill all those hosts? I mean, it would make sense that he did because they're not going to fight back. We didn't see Dolores, and I know that we wouldn't because she wouldn't go down without a fight. And I don't think William is ready to take her on because he would get his old ass beat. And that's the thing that really boggles my mind about this man. You were in your late 60s, early 70s. Do you really think that you can go toe to toe with one of these hoes? Like, what is wrong with you? You're going to break as many times as he didn't fail. He literally should have broken a hip already. I'm not trying to be funny, but do you know how many old people his age I've seen with coming in with fractured legs or knees or hips, ankles, arms because they took a tumble and their brittle bones broke? There is no way his old ass should be like walking around. Even, even, even after getting shot in his arm, that should have exploded every last bone in his and his bicep and his tricep there is no way he should have been walking away from that i meant they acting like that man ain't in his late 60s early 70s he's old as fuck stop pretending like his bones are made of steel i don't care how rich you are you still old humans age no matter how much money you have so he should not be as physically fit as he is it's not like he is muscular and he was that way you know in his um young adulthood we saw what william looked like when he was young um the last thing I want to talk about is my girl Maeve because I love her so much. The way she like made dude strip down naked just to stare at him, like just to prove a point. Like she, you know, she didn't see plenty of cocks in her life and his wasn't anything to be, you know, to, to write home about, but she wanted to prove a point. You make us walk around naked. You make us, you know, strip in be naked around everyone and you know y'all don't cover up cover us up you don't have any modesty for us so we're not gonna have none for you i love it and i love the way she showed him she was like i could easily have somebody kill you so you turn me in again and i will fucking i will i will hurt you i will make you regret all of your life's decisions um and then what else where is my dude felix because I hope that nobody kill him because I love him and I was really hoping we got a team up with him and Maeve. I thought she was going to go find him and we were going to get the besties that I love so much, but he wasn't around and now I'm scared for his life. So, I mean, if he's alive, please tell me. Even if, I mean, I guess if he's dead, please tell me. So I'm going to need someone to tell me that. I don't want to spoil Shy. So if you just want to, you know, send me a little like a text message or a, a message in my inbox. A private message let me know because my heart can't just be just like just minding my own business watching the next episode and then we find out he dead i need to i need to be prepared because i love me some felix um i know there's other stuff that i that i'm missing um but that's all i can think about i do want you to try and explain to me uh exactly why we they're looking for uh is it peter abernathy I'm pretty sure that's the one it was. And I and I will say, did we know that about the hive mind, like the mesh, whatever Bernard called it, where they can communicate to like each other if they're close by? I feel like I don't remember him saying that, but that was pretty cool.
Um, if you can just let me know, just remind me. I know that Charlotte was using him to smuggle, like they they used him in a different narrative or him and the other, her, Charlotte and the, the guy that's with Maeve changed some things around and they were using Peter like a decommissioned uh, hose for something, but I don't remember exactly what it was for. So if we're not supposed to know, then that's fine. But if, if I'm just forgetting, just remind me. So um, that's all I got. I know I can talk about this show for forever. This episode was so good. Um, and I waited uh, afterwards to see if there's anything after credits. It wasn't. So um, I'm going to just do that just in case. So I love this episode. I cannot wait to see what is happening because so far so good. Um, can't wait to hear your thoughts and shies. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, black girl magic, queen of the couch, me out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So starting backwards up, uh, where is Felix? I don't know. Mildly interesting. In regards to the Mesh Network, that is new. So learning how the brains work, like what they look like, and the Mesh Network are two things that they are a little bit more giving us about these hosts. And then you wanted me to explain why Abernathy is so important because they had uploaded all the host data and he was supposed to get on the train. He's supposed to be on the train that Maeve was on the train with and he probably followed Maeve off the train. I don't know where Peter Abernathy is, but that is why, because it has all of that backup data and that data seems to be very, very, very uh, important. They're not even going to rescue people until they get it. William should be Bones, and yes, I agree. (laughs) There's nothing more I even want to say about William. Um, Other than the fact that that is it, he does want to go out in some type of blaze of glory. He wants to have a glorious death, except, you know, he shouldn't have one. I don't know how anyone, it wasn't even, yeah, rooting for him, thinking he should be redeemed, oh but there weren't real people but come on now i don't care if you're yeah like that argument just doesn't hold sway with me if you are my friend and you go in a park and you start raping someone we ain't friends anymore i don't give a fuck about you telling me it's a robot all day day long there there's nothing that's going to convince me that there's not something seriously fucked up about you and that that if you don't want it to be known outside of the park that tells you like all that stuff it's like the people on the internet they love to talk on the chat rooms but post your shit out there on the internet i don't think we should be doing that to people no maybe you shouldn't be on social media posting shit like that if you don't want to be called the fuck out and lose your job because what you're saying anonymously in the real world well you would not say some people do and they're just the way they are but a lot of people especially the really just dirty filthy you know illegal shit yeah Y'all keeping that shit on the down low. And defending William means that you've been up in them tags. That's why I hated Reddit. I could not. Don't go to ever go to Reddit for Westworld. That's all you're going to find is fuckboys in that, in that fucking um, <laughs> chat room. And for the ones that are genuinely nice, I'm sorry that you're there. Because anyone that has intelligence knows that it's fuckboys. I mean, even the podcast that I remember following, it was like, I'm not going on Reddit. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> you know because that means intelligence is not around at all and thus many intelligent people just can't be can't be bothered to be hearing 
that type of shit be coming out of their mouths or you know typing uh now you were saying ford is a hero i wouldn't go that far <laughs> i would say in the end his motives changed to a more altruistic uh, method but one has to i mean if i was dolores or mave i wouldn't look at ford as a good guy like oh i'm glad that you thought it was okay to build me and then let me in this park for 30 years because i needed it that's all well and good and fine as a ideal but i felt it i lived it i have the the trauma of it <laughs> and you are a part of that thus i don't think that a hero would be anything many of the hosts would ever look to him as however he is their creator he is their god in a lot of the sense and he even said it himself you cannot be god without acquainting yourself with the devil but the one thing that separates i will say a true villain from someone who does bad things under political reasoning is usually kind of like anna said in the expanse when she said it's a solitaire what makes you a good man by killing as least the least amount of people as possible so while he may have put this thing in motion it's dolores with her free will that's actually doing this so all he's done in a lot of ways is prepare them for the for the lives that they would be or the roles they would be playing but he kind of also masterminded or manipulated a lot of that and i'm not sure that is warranted any type of what's the word acknowledgement other than you created these beings it seems only fair you would uh think or kind of orchestrate for them to uh what's the word when you free yourself uh i need a seven mm that's not the right word but you know what i liberate there we go liberate themselves but he also allowed these people that might be sentient and this crowd to continue to live that life he could have just freed them and maybe if he wasn't so cynical about the world maybe because this is only one part of the world and it's not to say that the world and he's not right about that cynical aspect of humanity but if we all believe that and truly lived into that then there would be no hope there would be no life in this world there would be it actually doesn't ring absolutely true despite how much in situations we may feel that way there's still something that keeps us still being human beings to each other that hasn't created absolute chaos and anarchy it's not always shown with the one percent of the world but there's way more in the world than just that one percent and that's where i go back to the experiences in the park does not necessarily uh give a full mapping characterization of people outside of the park it only is one group of people that can afford this place a lot of people cannot and you mentioned felix those are the type of people that are good and you meet one and they change your life because you can't now judge all people by the same blanket apparently dolores has not had that same experience thus she is reacting the way she is and then only two hosts are actually alive because you said none of the hosts are alive 
two hosts are alive they are sentient beings they are making their own decisions at this time that is dolores and Maeve. now everyone else seems to be on a narrative and there are a select few of the older hosts like angela that can actually have the capability of finding some sentience then you were saying the people got poetic justice i agree but in their defense they didn't know they were doing it to sentient beings but just because you don't think that someone sees your crime doesn't mean it's not a crime so poetic justice is correct in the end and those drones they do seem to be manufactured by delos and probably never touched a uh you know they don't they barely have a skeletal feature they're made cheaply and with a simple task and as far as bernard olds uh his core liquid was leaking like remember when he took out the brain and there was some liquid in the bottom so when he shot himself he made like a hole in his skull that released all that liquid and then it was running low so that's why he took the liquid out of the other hose and injected himself so that he could pretty much replenish his fluids and now he's not overheating since that is where his his computer core is and then the biggest question that hasn't really been answered or asked but i am going to ponder at this point in the series is what and who is bernard we know that he is a man he's a host made after a man but how much is host and how much is man that's a very interesting or like his personality what was that made up of we already saw ford was teaching him behaviors that were very much arnold behaviors so when you were mentioning he's trying to stick up for his kind i think that arnold is in a bernard is in a very weird situation because for the longest for most of his life the majority we don't know how many times he he regained his sense well we saw it once when he broke down when Maeve broke down but we don't know after the over the 35 years how many times he's been aware that he's a host my guess is probably not as often as Maeve or even Dolores it seems to be something that occurs maybe once or twice and then they're rolled back and I bet he has more connection being a human than he does being a host so he is very as far as cognitive dissonance conflicted and i'm not sure but the people that beat the stable hand they're not the same ones that dolores was taking care of but i think i may have misheard that you just meant that like when angela rolled up and killed him like you didn't feel bad for them at that point and i didn't either because maybe if you hadn't killed the stable hand he could have got y'all some horses and you would have had transportation to run away from them damn bullets Next up is Queen Shy with her hot take on this premiere. Hey Christina, it's me Shy. What the hell have you got me into? <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> As I'm sure you can tell from my uh <laughs> my reaction, I am here to talk about this West World season two premiere. Oh my God. 
what in the hell is going on? (laughs) Okay, okay. All right, all right. First things first, obviously, or not obviously, I guess you can't tell from my reaction. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I thoroughly enjoyed this premiere. Once again, (laughs) I am left to ponder what the hell is going on, which is good. I mean, why not? You know, yeah, let's start this journey. It's like a completely different show. I mean, it's, you know, I, we go from the calm, you know, the beginning, you know, season one, it was calm. It slowly built up to the cray cray. And then we start out season two in cray cray. I mean, bloodbath. Every. This thing got deadly. I mean, we're bodies everywhere. <laughs> Humans, hosts, or I guess guests, as you would say, hosts laid out everywhere. In the building, out in the park. This this got crazy. Um, <clears throat> of course, we start out with with Bernard and Dolores, and <clears throat> Bernard telling Dolores that dreams aren't real. I mean, I don't even know at what point that is. If that, I'm assuming that was the past, because he talks about how frightened. Uh, he is of what Dolores might become. Of course, we see what Dolores has become. And my thing is, um, yeah, I'll get to that. <laughs> we see Bernard with flashes of a different looking Dolores, um, which I'm trying to, I'm guessing that's future. He's looking at something from the future. I'm not exactly sure. We see Bernard wake up from the beach where we um, finally see Stubbs. I don't know what happened to him, but there he is. He's with us again. And we see, surprise, surprise, we see Merlin from Cursed. (laughs) I think you mentioned that. And when we were watching that show um, that he was in this, I think so. You know, when the million times that you mentioned Westworld and your other podcasts, I think you said that. And um, he definitely stepped down. He went from Westworld to that show. So that was definitely a step down for him, the actor. (laughs) But hey, we got to do what we got to do. But he plays Carl Strand in this one. They show a bunch of um, people or army, military, whatever, security, whatever they're calling themselves, um, killing hosts or putting them down. Bernard is disoriented, trying to figure out what the heck's going on. Then we saw some more freaky stuff with the Costa guy, um, science, I guess he's a scientist or programmer or whatever. I don't know what he is. Um <laughs> He dislodged the memory bulb thing from the 
the one Indian guy's head, which was gross and freaky, and it just just it illustrates just how real these hosts appear until you dig deep. So that was pretty gross. Um, they're talking about a new narrative. Dolores says something about the valley beyond, um, which is another mystery. What is the valley beyond? And the stable boy had mentioned that too. So is that the new maze, the valley beyond? <laughs> so, oh boy. Of course, we see Dolores um, going down Wyattville. So she's turned murder, murderer, killing all the, well, killing the guests that she comes across. She's in revenge mode. She's taken over, um, which is what Ford said she they were supposed to do. Um, I, I think she said before, or was it Ford that said that um, violent delights have violent ends? Or did Dolores say that too? I know that was said in season one. I just don't remember who said it. So, yeah. I mean, she's just cold, cold, stone cold. Ain't no mercy ain't no oh let me think about it she's like nope y'all have done this to us for years now it's your turn of course teddy doesn't seem to be on board with what's going on um you can see that he's not with he's with her but he's not with her (laughs) at the same time then of course we see william like why why is it too much to ask that he be dead? Was that too much? I guess it was too much. It would have been too easy. I guess that would have been too much of a convenience to for him to uh, for us to know that he didn't make it out of season one. So we get more of William. Yay! But I must say, you know, hey, be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. He wanted real stakes. He's got real stakes. He seems to be happy about it. So, okay, here we go. (laughs) And uh, we see little boy Ford talking to him later on and letting him know that there's a door and that he's the end, that this narrative was made for him and that he's the end. The end comes with his end. So I guess the... The narrative or the moral of this narrative is to kill William for this all to end. Not quite sure. We see Maeve and her looking all diva and all that and her approaching Sizemore who's such a oh he's such a whiny sorry, such a whiny boy. Okay. Oh anyway. But um so she we, and then surprisingly, Hector made it out. Yay. So Mimi, get your ship or heart on. Um, and I must say, I'm going to get on board with this train because they do look good. And yeah, it was I, I was feeling all the chemistry. I mean, I was feeling it before, but definitely um, I love his line. Wherever you go, I will follow. I was like, oh, yes, I, I, I'm on board this train. I got it love it love it that is that is definitely uh <laughs> soulmate material we see charlotte and bernard going to this secret um 
elevator shaft to where they got a secret room where they're conducting their own agenda so I was like mm mm-hmm yep that's why we're trying to get rid of that's another reason why they're trying to get rid of Ford because they got their own thing going on drone hosts these alien looking things I'm like okay not quite sure what they were doing so maybe you can explain it Christina unless it spoils something because Bernard was saying that they're logging records of the guest experience into their DNA into whose DNA the the um, host DNA and then if they're doing that why I'm not quite understanding what's going on with that or they yeah I'm not I'm not getting it so that part with the all that was confusing we see that Bernard was malfunctioning he lost some of his um, whatever that is that <laughs> he brain juice I don't know what what to call it but um, of course he was smart while she was Charlotte was distracted he um, took it out of that one host that was laying there and inserted it into himself because I was wondering like what what is that that's we saw that he was shaking um, throughout that time and I was like so how is he going to continue with I mean obviously he's okay now so something happened to Charlotte I must say because we see Bernard by himself in the water and we know the Charlotte Bernard scenes are in the past so something happened to her I'd be curious to know what happened to her and I'm sure it has something to do with the end scene with all the hosts in the water in that part of the park that no one knew about so so many more mysteries to solve now we got to find out what the heck did bernard do or did he do anything he said he killed them all but i don't quite know how that could have happened unless he did something in that room that um what am i trying to say that turned them off or made them malfunction i'm not sure um so that'll be interesting to find out what he meant by that Dolores is wanting to show Teddy something. What is that girl's name? That um, her name was Angela, right? The one that was on the horse that came to them. So I'm not sure where they're going, but Dolores is trying to start World War. War. war I can't even talk. World War three, four, five. I don't know. Um, so now she's talking about getting out of the park and taking over the world and I'm like okay so back to that (laughs) Terminator vibe with the machines trying to take over so now the park isn't good enough she's trying to break out and take over the human side of it so that should be interesting I I, I mean I was with Teddy's like uh, how are we supposed to do that uh with what's <laughs> but teddy is just so just whatever i mean he doesn't have agency in this story he'll just follow and do whatever dolores tells him to do i guess so we got mave hector and sizemore going out to find her daughter so that will be that adventure i'm looking forward to that um I thought it was I did think it was funny when <laughs> when uh, we did see uh, 
Sizemore's, you know, it's interesting that's his name. Yeah, you need a bigger size, more size. <laughs> Very funny. Anyway, <laughs> she's like, yeah, that's not much of a meal. And then we got a very uh, close-up view of what he's working with. And I must say I agree. Um, not much of a meal. Anyways, yes, yeah, so we got Maeve and Hector and what they're doing. Their um, adventure to find her daughter. Then we got... Dolores trying to take over the world, uh, saying this is her last role, and she's playing herself, and herself is pretty, pretty uh, psychotic, I must say. <laughs> so, uh, I guess my thing with that is just, you know, I mean, I understand being angry and bitter and all that good stuff because of what you've been through, but uh, are we really taking it out on? everybody (laughs) like all the people like not everybody went to the park (laughs) so just a select few were in the park and doing park stuff so I'm thinking that why would you need to take over the human you know the world world when the people that primarily the people that did you wrong are in the park so not quite sure about that but we'll see I guess her way of thinking is that they're not going to be accepted in our world so they might as well just take it over that's my guess um so yeah well that's all I have for this one enjoyed it it's very crazy all over the place bodies everywhere blood guts um and just a complete departure from everything that went on in season one up until the end so yeah oh yeah we got William I guess going to find he's on his adventure going to find this door that's supposed to mean something I don't know let's just kill him and be done with this so I mean well I doubt it'll be we'll be done done but we'll be done with him um I think that's all I have on this one So, yeah, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was her shyness with her thoughts on the episode. So, a few notes here. So, in regards, going backwards, uh, forward, up, the same that I did in the previous notes. Um, Regarding, now, you made a good point, which I made as well. Is that Dolores seems to want to go after everyone, but it's not that she did say she was going after any everyone. She says, I'm going to take their world. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean she's going to kill everybody out there like she's doing in here? That's one way it could go, but we actually don't know what her plan is at this point. And while you mentioned, and I mentioned the same thing, that the whole entire world does not uh, consist of the 1% that would go to this park, one could argue that one percent of the park probably owns the world so there is something to see said about who she's going after and who it affects and why y'all gotta trash uh sizemore's dick and you did it so terribly you so wrong for that i I mean he ain't no mandingo but i thought he wasn't that bad he wasn't fully erect but you know 
i'm not one for massive cocks look it's nice and pretty when you're watching it on pornhub but shit nobody want all that up there no some of us are small and don't need our shit broken in i don't need to be uh having fucking you know that shit just messes your pussy size up you ain't, i don't want no tears i don't want tears i don't want tears in my pussy that hurts so i mean these massive eight the 12 inches you know that's good if that's what you like to work with and i'm sure bb's like i sure shit do yeah y'all go ahead and, and rock that to you to you content okay but everybody in the world don't want a big ass dick okay <laughs> some of us are pretty content with you working it versus how big it is and from what i see on Pornhub, that people will be working on big dicks they don't know how to work they be thinking that because they have a big dick that's all they have to do they lazy as shit that's just my two cents bernard what he's doing in that room i don't know if i can explain much right now other than to say it's mildly interesting but he they were collecting dna from guests off of a host the drones were and they were also logging logging that guest experience so that guest had sex with this host had a conversation with this host and delos is storing that information that's all i'll say from what we saw in that scene and teddy thinks that there are options out there in the world because he don't know he does not like you're just telling me all of this stuff but again a lot of these hosts are not woke sure they're waking in degrees or having some type of awareness but that's why he asked her like is there some place out there like is this really the only option on the board is to is to go this route that's rather bloody good catch about the valley beyond being a mystery of the season as well as the door and then i will say the timelines are going to be three that we can see thus far well i guess two because we have the present timeline with bernard stubbs strand then you had what happened two weeks ago and then everything that happens in between so i guess yes that's three timelines but are there other things that could be also brought into the show mildly interesting and yes i forgot that carl strand aka the scars guard was in merlin don't remind or was in cursed as merlin don't remind me and you did pick up to what i usually felt at the beginning of the show was that it did feel very much like a different type of tv show but i am glad that you are enjoying this journey i cannot wait i cannot wait for you guys to see what happens i know you're waiting for william to die i'm just gonna i'll let you know that that doesn't happen anytime soon so there there you go <laughs> so for you to be saying it i'm just letting you i'm just giving you so you don't have to say it all season that you're waiting for him to die you'll be waiting forever but he is we get more on what makes william tick and we've gotten some of it but he's got a lot more story to tell and i think that's a good place to leave it actually so if you want to send in feedback for the next episode blackocouch at gmail.com or leave a comment below on this podcast you'll find my social medias there as well remember to like share subscribe if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast leave a review until next time peace hair grease black or magic